0: still with us still listening well done indeed here we're going to head into the 2010s and the fifth decade of the fall and ancient as I am also my fifth decade of being a fall fan that's not to say I'm one of those fans who'll tell you that they have got every single every album and over 800 live tapes and that the live version of Bremen Nacht at the Hagen Splatz Beer Keller in Dusseldorf in 1988 was the best ever yes I was a fall fan early on I bought Bingo Masters Breakout a week after hearing it on Peel. but over my 40 odd years as a fan, I've had a couple of periods where I've totally lost touch with the Fall, reconnecting again after a few years to discover what I'd missed. I'd reconnected with the band in a big way after Your Future, Our Clutter, returning to making 500 mile round trip to gigs and hearing songs that would make their way onto Ursatz GB. So looking forward to this was I, it's the first Fall album I ever bought on the day of release. This was the band's first album on Cherry Red Records, and again featured the same band lineup. And incredibly, the first time in the band's 28 album catalogue that a third album had been recorded with the same lineup. I'll confess, I was not the greatest fan of this lineup to begin with. I might have labelled Pete Greenway a boring bank clerk with a whammy bar. I may have even asked if Dave Spur was nicknamed the Eagle because eagles can't find the bloody treble knobs on their amps either. I might have even ventured that every track seemed to start with a hammering drum beat, followed by some sawtooth keyboard notes, and then a three note guitar riff or heavily tremolo chords. Not for the first time, I was wrong. This lineup had gelled into an incredibly tight and subtly adventurous unit, and while it never strayed far from the false familiar garage band, let's repeat a riff while Mark does his thing over the top playbook, it seemed to be enjoying a greater freedom it felt to me as if Smith at last had such confidence in his band that he was happy to give them their head a bit. Produced by one time four bassist Simon Archer the album shows a growing maturity in some of the arrangements and more than ever a huge presence from Smith's wife and keyboard player Elena Palou who's prevalent throughout most of the tracks. For me she brought so much to the band. Visually she always looked amazing an immaculate counterpoint to a less photogenic bandmates, while live her keyboards were often a little lost amongst guitars on this album they're fully up front adding gorgeous textures and atmosphere to many of the tracks. I always felt too, rightly or wrongly, that the most important role she played in the band was just being Mark's wife. At this time, from my evidence at live gigs, Mark seemed healthier and happier than he had done in a long time. Of course, a Fall album is always Marquis Smith, but if Versace GB is anyone's album, for me it's Elena Palouse. The interplay between her keyboard and Green Maze guitar on taking off is as far removed from garage band rock as you could get and her work on the mammoth 8-minute monocard shows just how much she was contributing to the Fall sound. This album for me is one of the strongest the band ever produced. Like many Fall fans, most new Fall albums are usually greeted by me to be the worst thing they've ever done, only to be declared the best thing they've ever done a fortnight later. This was an exception from the almost comedic Greek heavy metal cover, Greenway, to the unhinged psycho rockabilly of Mars Search, the lilting and gentler interlude of Elena's Happy Song, to the doom laden Sabbath style three note riff of Monocard. This is an album that shows both variety and consistency. It feels like a real band. And Smith is on great vocal and lyrical form. His newer vocal style, which seemed to often consist largely of phlegm assisted growling, didn't go down well with many fans, but I loved it. The crowning moment being on Mars Search when he goes off, sounding like a cross between Chewbacca and Ron Eli. Tarzan and his Dalek-like intro to Greenway. From writing almost every line in Nate will not return with the title in Nate, to his tale of lesser bands barricading themselves in hotel rooms from him, to the misery of lost files and a crashed hard disk. Smith is as playful and obscure as ever. Always a lyricist you can choose to dissect minutely or regard as the disjointed ramblings of a madman. Both approaches work equally well. I prefer the latter. Fall albums could sometimes just feel like Marky e. Smith plus supporting artists. This album is one where it's not just Marky e. Smith. It feels like it's really evolved into a band, perhaps more so than any other Fall lineup. He'd even started to speak glowingly about them in interviews. Surely this couldn't last. They'd all be sacked by the next one. But for now, here are the Fall and Ersatz GB. Enjoy. And so, two years later and time for another fall lineup. Hang on, what? Incredibly, the two years between 2011's Ersatz GB and Remit's release in 2013 had passed without any collateral damage. No onstage fights, no criticism of the band's musicianship, though, curmudgeonly as ever, Smith did state in some interviews that he liked less than half the tracks on Ersatz, and no, I repeat, no sackings. It's worth noting that at this point, Eleni Pelou had been in the band for 11 years, double that of First Wife Bricks, yet no one ever calls this the Paloo period. Clearly, something was working as far as Smith was concerned. This, the 29th Fall studio album, now became the 4th consecutive album with the same lineup. Again, Kieran Melling on drums, Peter Greenway on guitar, Eleni Pelou on keyboards, an old captain muffled bass, Dave Spur on bass, still showing no sign of giving in to fall fans hankering for that old, harsher Steve Hanley bass sound. Spur didn't seem that bothered. Interviewed in a guitar magazine, he was asked by a journalist to describe his bass sound and gleefully replied, it's mainly a sound that annoys fall fans. Treble knob, turned down or not, and with Smith's own acknowledged lightning of managing the fall to a football manager, it was starting to feel like Smith had finally got his 1966 squad together. Does this stability make for a consistency? After three very good albums indeed, we were about to find out. The single Sir William Ray preceded the album, a gloriously raucous racket, again featuring wonderful interplay between Greenway's guitar and Palou's keyboard. Smith's spluttered intro vocals are a thing of utter joy. The omens were good. The album also contains a couple of tracks featuring former guitarist Tim Presley, who stepped in to play with the band while Pete Greenway was on paternity leave. Yes, paternity leave. The days when people could be sacked for eating a salad are well behind us. That's how much Smith has mellowed, apparently. Marquis Smith, enlightened employer. Smith said in an interview shortly before the album was released, Remit is going to terrify people. It's quite horrible. The fall have had enough and we're coming for you. He might have been half joking, but that also meant he was half serious. The album received, it has to be said, a pretty rough reception from Franz and Consensus Online veered towards the negative. There was certainly variety again but some tracks, particularly Noise, pre-MDMA years and the suitably named jam song, sounded a little formless, particularly when compared to the previous album's sharper offerings. But you should never expect The Fall to give you an easy listen and they definitely didn't much with Remit. Smith's vocals continued to be on a journey to god knows where. High-pitched Old Lady on Victoria Time, Screeching cartoon-like about spiders on Kinderspine, and giving the unwary headphone wearer an involuntary tour of his semi-liquid lungs at the close of Hittite Man. For fans of old, Smith is infuriating, unsettling and glorious at the same time and like its predecessor, it's not an easy album to love on a first listen. I have to confess that listening to this album for the first time again, two and a half years after last listening as part of the temporary fandom's immersion after Smith's death, And probably for only the 10th or 11th time ever, I'm far more appreciative of it. It brings home to me, yet again, it's exactly the four albums that didn't grab you that much you should be listening to. The harder work they are, the more rewards they can bring for your perseverance. Still, Smith was absolutely right. Remit is quite horrible, yet wonderful. Enjoy.